So it's 2019. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. The company was actually co-founded by Ray J, and celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Melissa Etheridge, Cardi B, Brandy, J.R. Smith, and more are already obsessed. Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable and so easy to take anywhere. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. Raycon offers their wireless earbuds for everyone in a range of fun colors and at an unbeatable price. So go to buyraycon.com slash iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash iHeart. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. My guest is on the line. I haven't saw this young man since Las Vegas. I believe Las Vegas the last time I physically saw him. You know, we said we we're going to talk. Four years later, we talking. <laughs> My next guest is an incredibly talented film and television actor whose credits span comedies and dramas such as The 40-Year-Old Virgin, Think Like a Man, Think Like a Man 2. That's where we became friends. Almost Christmas, Top 5. That was a very, very good movie with Chris Rock. Las Vegas, saw him in there with uh, Morgan Freeman doing his thing. Showtime's Weeds. That's when I became a fan. Weeds. I love, I, I said, who is this talented dude? I used to watch Weeds on a regular basis. CBS is a good wife and many more. He's appearing next in the movie Night School with Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish. That'll be out in September. Uh, in fact, September 28th. And he's shooting a new ABC series, A Million Little Things. He's been nom- nominated for NAACP Image Awards, MTV Movie Awards, and Screen Actor Guild Awards. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Romney Malco. Hey, what's up, man? Thank you. Thank you. But you write... Four years ago, <laughs> we said, <laughs> we were going to, and you know what? I never forgot, Roger, I never forgot. I, hey, I was actually, I was like, this, this brother want to talk to me? <laughs> hey, man, you know, so, you know, so, Romney, uh, first of all, man, congratulations on your success. Let's, let's get that out of the way you. first, because of the fact that, uh, you know, it, it's an interesting era that we have with uh, African-American talent on, on talent. Yeah. I know. I uh, know you're Trinidadian. You know, let's, let's yeah. put that out there. Let's put that out there correctly. <laughs> and um, and so so we're working. We're working. We're working not just on reality shows. You know, there was a period yeah. where reality yeah. shows dominated African American presence on television. So, what, what do you think is happening out there? Just just fill us in a little bit of detail about about what's going on in your world. And we're gonna go to some funny things that you're doing. I saw that I saw that prison logic, man. We gotta talk about that. But we're gonna talk oh about my. this. Man, um, that's the well. Right off the bat, uh, I want to start by saying thank you. Really, seriously, thank you. I really appreciate you having me on here, my brother. Mm-hmm. Following up on your word, I appreciate that too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to congratulate you on all of your success as well. Thank you. Um, I, yeah, I remember when we first met. Like, I, I think it might have been on, a, on the Steve Harvey show, and I was right. like, man, mm-hmm. I did, I did that, brother. Man, you were solid, dude, man. Mm-hmm. And so, anyway, to be here talking to you was a privilege. To answer your question, my dude, I think that something. I think that. Uh, Part of the major shift is, uh, I believe, like a report came out, um, you know, maybe like uh, four years ago, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, 
it, which basically showed that African-American dollars responded, like African-Americans as a whole responded, not as a whole, but just the, the, the general audience of African, you know, TV audience, African-Americans responded to advertising. And I think that that kind of set off an alarm. Uh, um, and there were shows that were kind of pioneering the way for that, shows like Kevin Hart's um, uh, Real Husbands uh, of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I can't remember some of the other shows, but because it right up took my tongue, it's a little early for me. Well, you know, on the West Coast. we can go put it out there. You know, Anthony Anderson's show. You know that yep. that blackish. You know, and I and I remember I yeah, talked to I, I remember before he came out, Anthony Anderson called me and I said, Anthony, that title man's crazy. And I brought him on the yeah. show. I still supported it. Brought him on Steve's show. Helped launch it. Launch the show. Had him set in for Steve. Him and. Uh, Tracy Ellis Ross sat in a four-hour show to promote because I always know you got to put the brand out there. That's been the main thing about my theme has been you got to – if people don't know you, they can't find you. If they can't find you, you they can't support you, you. Yeah. You got to give them a choice, and, that, you know, and that's the thing. You know, and we, look, I know people in your audience are screaming right now, don't forget Scandal, don't forget Viola Davis' <laughs> show, you know. Don't forget, and they're right, you know. But, but a lot of these shows came along, and, you know, um, and – it, a lot of it incentivized these networks to be, begin, you know, uh, having more diversity right. because they, they saw that actually the black audience turned out to support, you know, our black content. And, you know, also, like, I, I, you know, I grew up in an era where, you know, we watched Dynasty and the Dukes of Hazards and all these other <laughs> shows because, uh-huh. you know what I'm that's what there was. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. I like Jefferson's. And my, my favorites was always the Jeffersons and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and um, Good Times. But the reality of it was is that we just didn't have as much representation. Now that there is much representation, people choose it. You know what I'm saying? And people like to see something that reflects their likeness. They relate to it more. So quite often the content is speaking about things that they can relate to. And we respond to marketing dollars. And so, you know, when we see an advertisement, we're actually influenced by it. And that makes a huge difference to the people that are marketing, you know, especially, especially now that people can go anywhere and watch television, you know, and, and I read this book and it was breaking down how like 50% of the people who even shop at Walmart don't even own like external hardware you know, for, for their televisions, meaning they don't have cable. They don't have any kind of box. They're still watching regular network television. Mm. That plays a role in it as well. But anyway, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just going on. A oh, no, 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 no. Malcolm, that's what this show is yeah. about. That's why it's called Money Making oh. Conversation. That's why Rashawn okay. McDonald's hosted it. Because I can bring talent like you. We're going to talk yeah. about your TV. We're going to talk about all that. But it's you know, your mindset. Because people need to understand that there's a 360 platform for a guy like you to be successful as much as you are. You, you understand the business. You understand why you're not working, why you're being chosen for roles, and how you consistently can be there. And a lot of people don't understand yeah. it. They really just think that just show up and you just audition for a role if you want longevity you have to understand what you're walking into and you're saying it you're saying it yeah you really do and you know the thing uh you know that i think that we under i think that the thing that we underestimate in the process of doing all of this is that i've seen a lot of people come before me and um i've seen them piss off just as many you know big name people as i've supposedly pissed off and you know because of the fact that they didn't want to do a job, or, you know, chose to honor their integrity before honoring, you know, their pockets. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's not a language that spoke very common in, 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 uh, in the Hollywood. And so people with egos really take it personally when you turn down their projects. 
But what I have found is that it's <laughs> yeah. kind of, you know, I found it today to uh, somewhat self-preservation in the sense that, you know, I I never thought this. I, I always used to wonder, should I get a bigger agent? Should I have a bigger manager? Should I do this? Should I do that? But mm-hmm. when it really boils down to it, your best representation is your body of work in this business. That's mm-hmm. your best representation. Mm-hmm. It will go out and speak on behalf of you on every freaking platform. Well, you know, I'm going to tell you something about my, my, like, seriously, when I introduced you at the beginning, Weeds, which is on Showtime. Yes, sir. Um, that's when I first became a fan of yours, you know, and, and it's because you took a character, you know, and uh, in that world, you know, usually it's rough, but you played it like a, it was it was funny dangerous does yeah. that make sense yes and yes, yes, I totally get it. and and so when you when you can take a role and then you can shape it and i think that's what you do so well. i feel that's what you do so well with all your roles you know whether you playing a butler or you playing some suave dude or you playing a player or you playing a a doctor or whatever all these roles you just shape it how do you come up how do you make a decision on where you're going to take these characters when you when you're auditioning um you know that's the thing is like what I'll do like I, I was doing it yesterday I was preparing for my show I just basically take those words I take the scenario I don't want to know who you expect me to play I want to read it just read it like a book and and then by nature I just develop an opinion about every person in the movie and then I say who, who am I supposed to be playing and mm-hmm. they go oh that dude oh that dude he's the so and so because I already have a genuine opinion I'm not thinking about it of like thinking about it from the perspective of oh how should I play this no I'm really just these characters and turning them into people. I try to figure out how can I relate this to real life and include my value system in it to some degree or another. And, um, you know, for me, if I can't make it personal, I can't really, I can't really mess with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and so it starts there. And then I begin to like, a lot of people will reference another character on TV. I, ref- I, I you know, I've been around a long time, so I can reference characters in my life and be like, oh, I know I know who this dude is. This dude is Nito. And Nito was a dude that I grew up with when I lived in New York. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, I'll right. begin making embellishments as I go along. But for me, and, and I'll walk around for weeks. Man, let me tell you something. My girl can't stand it. I will walk around for weeks in character. In character. In character. You're, that, you, you're a fool That's, like that. Just in character. Yes. Yes. And it's, I hate you. Know you. I would hate you, Malcolm. <laughs> I would hate you. <laughs> Yo, let me tell you, when I do that, and it's funny, too, because I'll do that, and, you know, you care about what other people think. But the, uh-huh. but the exercise for me is to get to the point of being this character and right. not caring, because, you know, <laughs> and then... Let me Walk around you, being the door character. Don't give up. Yeah, but, now, let's, let's, let's talk about that, then. The show, right. the, the, the series that you wrote, directed, and starred in. Prison Logic. Um, now, okay, if you're okay, walking yeah. around being that character, I'm going to punch you. Because that character's <laughs> off the chain. Dude, I put the teeth in and everything. I walk around. I'm not even... Stop, 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 right, stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. You can see when I watched the video, I kept saying, what's wrong with his front teeth? <laughs> I was seriously, man. I was like, I got to ask him, what's wrong with his front teeth? Because I was just, yeah. I was so into the character and you were so natural when you walked around the dinner table and started just breaking yeah. everybody down. And I'm just looking at your front teeth. And so you walking around <laughs> in character with that, with those teeth offset. That's what you're telling me. Uh, 
dude, I go in the grocery store. And not only that, you know what? Let's be real. People will stop you on the street all the time. Yo, can I get a picture? They don't care if you're with your kids. They don't care if you're with your girl. They don't care what you're doing. So you put some teeth in and you put that little scar on your face. People just go around you. They treat you differently. And and, and that's what I want to experience when I'm developing a character. I want to experience how the world oh sees that character. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I do it, you know? I, man, I'd be doing some offensive stuff, but yes, yes. But it, when you see that movie, Prison Logic, you will understand why it's worth it. Okay, let's break it. Let's, he says it real fast, but it's important to hear the name of the movie. Prison, then Logic, okay? Prison, because yes. Prison Logic. That means a guy, individual, who's done some time, but carrying yes. that philosophy in everyday world activity. Yes. He's out. Yes. But he's thinking in that same tone and vein. That's what I took away. I, I, that's what I took away from that video. I was like, it, it was so clean what you was talking. Plus, I, you know, I had a couple of people who've been in jail, so I, I know yeah. that logic. You know, when they get out, they still the smartest people in the world. Basically, why they yes. were in jail because they were too smart to stay out of jail. And so when I hear that prison <laughs> logic being said in this movie, I go, okay, I know that person. I know that person right there. Because Yo. so 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 the characters. The, why did you decide to write, direct, and star in a project? Um, well, uh, uh, just honest, honestly, I didn't want to write it. I, I tried to hire a writer. Uh, I, I didn't want to direct it. Um, I tried. I tried to hire a director. <laughs> but every single person that was involved kept saying, "Ron, this is so unique. You're, this is so unique to your voice." Mm-hmm. You know, you have to do it. And so when we hired the writer, they ended up, he ended up proving them right. When we tried to get directors involved, ended up proving them right. It was like, I just have, a, you know, it was specific to me. I didn't have the confidence, but I'm glad that they made me do it because, it, you know, I, I ended up being able to put a touch on it and bring something to it that I don't think that. Hey, uh, Romney, hold that thought. Me. Hold that thought. Because I want to continue this conversation on the phone. Romney Malco, talented actor. Be right back. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. You're, I'm back. You're listening to Money Making Conversations on the phone. He's a very talented film, television actor. Greatest expand from the 40-year-old version. That's his big, big breakout hit. Uh, I found him and fell in love with him on the Showtime show Weeds. He started two movies I executive produced that starred Kevin Hart, Taraji P. Henson, a lot of other talented African-American talent like Gabrielle Union, Think Like a Man, Think Like a Man 2. Huge success at the box office. He'll also be in next month. He would be again with my man, Kevin Hart, and the hot, and she's on everything. Tiffany Haddish, that movie uh, will be out. It's called Night School. It'll be out September 28th. Um, like I said, this young man's doing it all. When we left, Mr. Malco, you yes, were talking sir. about, I would say that because, see, anybody who walks around and stays in character, let's talk about the prison logic. Mm-hmm. We started talking about it, but we didn't give people the details. Because mm-hmm. I want to I yeah. get people excited about this. I also want to make sure that anywhere I can help, social media-wise, to get the word out about this movie, please help me out. But first, break down that character, because if you go to the website, it's like a 2-minute and 29-second video that sets the yeah. stage of what this character is all about. And he's sitting at the dinner table with his mom, <laughs> and he just his mom talking about she, she can't write him because she got arthritis. Yeah. Then you go, you can't call, huh? That's prison yeah. logic, see? Yeah. That's prison logic, see? Somebody yeah. tell you, a uh, mama said, baby, I would have ridden, uh, but, you know, I had arthritis. You go, you can't call mom. You can't call. You can't call. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. So break down that whole scene and the character so we can know where we're going with this prison logic. Uh, 
Okay, so let me see. So the scene that you actually saw that's actually on is a clip from the movie, and mm. it's just basically uh, an ex-convict who has come home from prison, and <laughs> he's gotten home from prison, and he's you know set on becoming a motivational speaker, but his probation officer is insisting that he uh, focus on just getting a nine to five and doing the things that his his, pro, his uh, pro- probation requires. You know, get a nine to five and. Um, and, you know, to take your analysis test and just basically live the most, you know, <laughs> subservient life you can live to the system. And his mother is very much on that page as well. I don't want you going back in jail, but he's got this big dream that's going to take him away mm-hmm. and, to, to, you know, take him out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida and, and move him to Orlando, Florida. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't gotten a, a permit, you know, a travel permit from his probation officer. And his mother believes that she needs him around the house. The family believes they need him around. And so this is the debate that they're having uh, at, the, at the moment because he wants to go and they want him to stay. That character, believe it or not, I created that character many, many years ago uh-huh. on YouTube. And I would do it as a series while I was doing the first thing like a man. That's when I started. Mm-hmm. And every Sunday I would do this series. And the reason is because me as Romney Malco, especially back then, I'm just... You know, to, to, to most of the kids that I wanted to reach, the people that are considered at-risk teens and whatnot, I'm just a corny dude, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I need to find a way to use humor and real street stuff to, you know, articulate points that were very, very important just for moving forward in life. And so I created this character. And character was well-received. Character that people would upload it to Worldstar. They would, you know, come to YouTube and watch the live series and... Eventually, those people started saying, yo, you got to make a movie. And believe it or not, I spent at least four or five years in Hollywood, people promising to help me make this movie. you got to make it it's so funny. Names, I could go down the list of names. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and, and the truth is, is that it was all talk. And so I finally decided, you know what, I'm going to just do a, I was living in Puerto Rico. I was like, let me just do a crowdfunding campaign and see if the people who want me to make this movie are really behind it. And I, I learned a lot of strategies about crowdfunding, so if you ever have questions, y'all got to ask me, please. Everybody listening, if you got questions about this stuff, ask me. I'll mm-hmm. send you an email or some notes on how to actually go about it. Mm-hmm. But the strategies that I use, and let me know if I'm getting too long-winded, was I only asked for half of what I wanted, and by doing that, I was able to make the crowdfunding campaign look successful, and by making it look successful, I was able to attract investors, and I went ahead and made my movie without Hollywood. Now, I'm going to tell you something. This sounds like a sitcom. <laughs> sounds like a dramedy. A motivational <laughs> ex-con speaker. That sounds like a, a, a slickster. Sounds like a guy who's been educated in prison. So it's a movie now. Everybody wants content. Now. Netflix wants content. Hulu wants content. Amazon wants content, including the networks and cable. Is it yep. just going to stay in yep. that movie? I'm just telling people. I'm just tell, encouraging anybody to, to, to see yep. this movie. It's that entertaining. I'm just letting it's you know. It's that entertaining. And his character, man, and his, his character is so, so yes, believable. Because, like I said, everybody know this guy. Everybody that has met this guy. And everybody at a successful level and as a failure. He may have been a homeless guy and, on the street. Might have been this guy. And that's. That's part of it, too, is that me growing up, whenever I was watching a show, even if I was watching the Flintstones, right? Mm-hmm. I really, I always vibe more with Barney Rubble. If I was watching the Hunter, <laughs> I always vibe more with Ed Norton. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It didn't matter. I always vibe more with Sidekick. I always have. Like, like 
And and that that uncle you hear everybody talk about, but you don't never see that uncle be the lead in the movie. I wanted that dude to be the lead. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because I vibe more with those people, with those obscure offbeat people who aren't necessarily, you know, considered lead material. And so um, I, I want to say something too about this particular thing. I'm gonna tell you uh, when you make an independent film, there's usually uh, very little chance of making any money on an independent right. film. There's right. usually very little chance of it being seen the light of day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have, I'm not going to say any names, but you have all these major outlets now that are unconventional outlets, you know, live streaming and whatnot. And what they'll do is they'll buy it for next to nothing. They a lot of times don't even compensate you for what you spend on the movie. But the trade-off is people get to see a movie. This movie is has Regina Hall in it. It has Tammy Roman in it. It's got a kid named uh, Tyler Cassidy, who was uh, Froggy Fresh. He pranked the world for a good four years um, mm-hmm. as the rapper uh, Krispy Kreme and Froggy Fresh on YouTube. Um, and uh, I've, I've got uh, myself in it, um, uh, Bajalyn Odom. And, and the point that I'm making, the point that I'm trying to make is that I really um, had no clue that this movie was ever going to be anything other than the status quo in regards to how it would get distributed. But right now, we are doing business with some of the biggest producers in Hollywood because they got a glimpse of this movie. They saw this movie. Mm-hmm. They got a glimpse and was like, wait a minute, I didn't see that. I sent it to them. They looked at it and they were like, all right, we in. Here's how we want to go, how, how we want to move forward. And I went from this little independent movie with a little crowdfunding budget. and I made it for like 400 grand to where this movie is going to have a wide release next year. And I can't even begin next year, though, 2019. And I can't even believe to tell you how much that alone has empowered and changed my life, dude. It has changed everything, my outlook. It's like once you know you can hunt your own food, the game changes. Now, okay, now, you know what that means now, Romani. Okay, Rashawn McDonald is promoting you right now. Before 2019. Right. So I got to be there for the 2019. As well as come back on this show yeah. promote it. Because this is a movie. I'm just letting everybody know that uh, it's outstanding. Uh, the cast. Thank if anybody you. don't know Regina Hall. One of the most incredible comedic actresses in the game today. Hands um, down. Hands down. Hands down. Hands down. Just brilliant. Brilliant. And the fact that you're doing this. and But I, I wanted a lot of independent people to hear this. To let them know that you know, there's no walk of shame. And getting your movie done. There's no walk of shame in how you get it distributed. The thing is, is that it's your dream, but make sure you, yeah. you know, you know, tie everything up. You know, make sure that you have the releases signed off. Don't just have people talk about yeah. I show up. And then all of a sudden you get yeah. an opportunity to get it sold and you run around trying to find releases to sign off on. Be professional yeah. from day one from upstart. And that's real important. And that's what you did with this movie. But before we go, I Thank wanted you. to bring up something about this, this uh, social network that you have called Life Management Tribe. What exactly wow, is that? Oh, you know stuff. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. All right. Okay. So, look, man, when it really boils down to it, I spent a lot of time. I used to spend a lot. I used to be a White House consultant for social mm-hmm. media. Like, literally, the White House had me come in. They fly me mm-hmm. in and ask me, yo, you know, how, how can we get better engagement, that kind of thing. And I would go through my strategies with them. But, you know, I've spent a lot of time on social, social media. And when I really stopped and asked myself what was going on, I was like, you know, I, really, I didn't really gain nothing. I didn't add any value. You know what I mean? And so I was like, I would love to be a part of a social network that actually added value, that I could look to, that maybe it inspired me, maybe gave me insight on how to have better health. Mm-hmm. Just keep me in a community of positive people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with everything going on in politics right now, people just feel 
like they can just be as disrespectful and as emotional and inc- emotionally inconsiderate as they want to be on social networks. You know, you could build up a huge audience and track a huge audience to Facebook platform, and then out of nowhere, they change an algorithm, and you no longer have access to to that audience, you got to pay them for the audience you attracted to their platform. That just all sounds backwards to me. And I've never been a dude that's been comfortable with the status quo. So I was like, look, let me just create my own network and I'm just going to do an experiment. It's just an experiment. And I want to see if I invest as much time as I did in other platforms, in my own platform, what would the results be? So that's what I've been doing. And lifemanagementtribe.com is just basically that. It's just a, a positive platform for people, you know. And I also, I launch a, a podcast through it, so I talk about things that are important to me. So right now I'm going over Anthony uh, Williams' book, a Medical Medium, mm-hmm. which has some really interesting philosophies. But ultimately, man, just a place that adds value. You go to it and you feel like you got some information, you got some encouragement, people hold you accountable. We have challenges on there, fitness challenges. We just did a cleanse, a chlorella cleanse challenge where we did chlorella for four days and mm-hmm. nothing else. Wow. Like a detox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, you know what? It's real stuff. And, and you know, for me, that's just, that's, that's the life I live and that's what I want to be involved in. As a result of that, I don't really engage as much on the more, you know, uh, popular platforms because right. I'm usually involved in my own platform. But, but the reward is much greater, my brother. And, you know, and I've learned it ain't about reaching, it ain't about reaching 400 million people. It's about reaching the people that want to reach you. And also it's like adding value to the people who add value to you. It's Thank you, my brother. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, we're going to yes, talk sir. soon. And I'm also going to promote this. Send me a banner so I can promote this on my website and also on my okay. uh, social media. I will promote my social media to drive traffic to you, okay? Rashawn, I got one beef to pick with you and then I'm done. Can I pick that beef with you? Yes, sir. If I ever, ever, ever pronounce your name incorrectly, you stop me on the spot and you correct me. Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500-500.